I am very excited and delighted to tell you that your chronic illness ally is once again enrolling. If you're new around here, your chronic illness ally is the supportive home, the program, the community and the coaching space for you to learn how to reframe the role that your chronic illness plays in your life. It guides you off of that conveyor belt of constantly trying to fix and heal your chronic illness and teaches you how to tap into the wisdom of your body that's being communicated via your chronic illness so that you can channel it, channel that wisdom, channel that intelligence into living the big, beautiful life you dream about. If you enjoy this podcast, you will certainly love your chronic illness ally. There is a link to it in the show notes, but let me tell you, the funnest way to learn more about it is to do my quiz. And once you've done that, pop your email in at the end to learn more. And then sit back as I help you explore your unique support style, which will help you make an informed choice about whether your chronic illness ally is a hell yes fit for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Reframing Chronic Illness, a conversation that explores the lesser discussed side of living with a chronic illness or any other long-term health condition. I believe in harnessing the intelligence of chronic illness to help you live your life in a way that feels good and allows you to deeply heal and flourish. I'm Alana Holloway, holistic healing coach to humans who want to live life in a way that honors both their health and their dreams. I'm so happy to have you here. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Reframing Chronic Illness. Um, I've been so excited to get to recording the second episode of this podcast. Um, this topic is something that I've wanted to speak about for a long time and I kind of knew that once I opened the lid that lots of different um, topics would kind of come bubbling to the surface and um, it's just a real joy to finally kind of get this out there really. Um, And that's the main theme of today's episode and it's really why I feel it's so important to talk about the kind of lesser discussed or the other side of living with a chronic illness. Um, So I'm just going to dive right in. 
for someone living with a chronic illness, um, I felt like my feelings and beliefs weren't really being discussed. Um, and I mean, discussed kind of in the media or on social media or um, with the more mainstream practitioners that I um, have seen and worked with over the years, um, even with kind of family and friends. Nobody, I suppose, seemed to be on the same wavelength as me. And because I wasn't being exposed to other people who felt the same, I felt as if I must be a bit weird for feeling the way I do and didn't do. Um, and that perhaps I wasn't quite getting it. I don't know. I just didn't really feel like I fitted in. And in that, it's taken me a long time to kind of align with my beliefs and my feelings and really use them to my advantage. Um, so much of the kind of conversation that you know, around chronic illness or long-term health conditions is all around, all focused on kind of, you know, hating, not wanting to live with it, which is understandable, um, you know, fixing, reversing, getting rid of, treating it as a part of you that's not connected to you, suppressing, you know, or kind of further on from that, only allowing yourself to really live and enjoy your life when you reach the stage of being quote-unquote healed. Um, and it's it's understandable why these are kind of the options that avail are, are available to read about or hear about because... All of these conversations have the same kind of end goal, and that is to not experience the symptoms of the illness, which, of course, um, that's my goal too. But what I was finding is that they were all saying you have to kind of do this in order to live your life. And that's where I think I found a bit of a disconnect. Um, and it's interesting because you kind of, of course, those are the, those are, that's what's being discussed because society knows how to deal with you as a person when you're, you know, normal, so to speak. When you fit into the mould that's created for you, Society knows what to do with you when you're like that. But what happens when you're a person who realises that actually you can live your life and you can thrive even when you are experiencing the symptoms of a chronic illness or a long-term health condition? Um... And in doing that, you can open yourself up to using 
the message or the kind of, you know, the communication from your body and from your illness as an opportunity to learn and grow. Um, and that's kind of what I was, you know, what I've not seen really so much. I mean, there have been a couple of times when I've been reading books and they've been, you know, and they've said the very thing such as, you know, chronic illness or long-term health conditions are an opportunity or a gift or um, an invitation to really kind of step up and figure out a way of living that suits you and your body and your health and as an extension of that your dreams and your desires and your wants and yet because I wasn't seeing this stuff written you know or written about or spoken about I kind of felt like I was swearing a bit when I said that I considered at times my eczema to be a bit of a gift actually um and I just want to caveat that you know I'm not minimizing the kind of harder aspects of living with a chronic illness because you know there are plenty um it doesn't make life easy but if you what I've kind of discovered is if you get if you do really deeply listen you know not even just at a surface level kind of listen and react listen listen and react but listen and try to understand and accept and show compassion towards yourself you can it's like you're given a key to a magic way of living your life um and it took me a long time to get to that place really of seeing my eczema like that and I would say that because I felt like I was the only one feeling these feelings my healing kind of took you know has taken a very scenic route you know has taken a lot longer um and not that that's wasted at all you know I've learned so much throughout that process um but how cool would it be if because more people start speaking about living with a chronic illness or a long-term health condition in this way that other people don't have to spend you know so long healing um don't have to go through so much of the hard stuff and where I found myself um, for many years, I spent a lot of time in the space of kind of, you know, now I'm healed, now I can live my life. And with that, I kind of embarked on this bit of a roller coaster of, you know, really good points with my skin. And then I would enter a bit of a flare and I think because I was saving up my living for when I felt good I kind of I tended to pack a lot into that time and 
that would inevitably mean that I perhaps veered off off track of what I know is what I know is the kind of most supportive way I can or or the way I can most support my body um, and my health and so that really meant that I was kind of living 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 you know packed it in and then I'd kind of hide away because I I would be in a flare and I felt like I I almost didn't I don't think deserve is the right word but I I couldn't I felt held back from living my life when I was experiencing a flare and what acknowledging my chronic illness as a as a gift and as a you know, a message and as almost as a calling what what that's done for me is that it's allowed me to i suppose pace out my my life my living you know my my goal getting or whatever you know running my business everything it's allowed me to put a lot more um smoothness i suppose into that because i've found or i'm finding it's it's as with everything in this game it's an ongoing process but i'm finding a way of curating i suppose my life that supports me I suppose at my worst which means that it extra supports me at my best but at no point am I am I saying I can't go after what I want to go after because my health isn't allowing me to and I'm allowing myself to embrace myself as a whole person who has, and that, you know, includes the experience of living with a chronic illness. Um, And it's really aided the healing process and made it a much deeper experience. Um, And it's allowed me to stop putting my dreams and desires and wants and my purpose on hold when I feel up to it. And... I, as I say, you know, I've worked and I'm continuing to work and I will always continue to work because, you know, the body changes, things change, the environment changes, our lives change. And so this is an ongoing process, um, but on a way of life that takes into account not only the needs of my body and my health as it is right now, but it combines those needs with with my wants and my dreams and my desires. And it's kind of like I'm designing my life around all of that. And then I kind of go back to the the space, I suppose, that I spent so much time in, and that's this real kind of like forced almost effort to heal everything that I was doing was to 
create a direct reaction that would mean I would heal. So, you know, my food became about because that will support my body in healing. My, um, it's it's almost quite contrived, I think, because you know you. you it's not as if I'm even doing anything that much different that, you know, that much differently, but my mindset and my, I am doing things differently. Sorry, that's, that's not quite what I mean, but I, you know, I still walk most days. I still, you know, try to get early night sleeps that early night, um, early nights <laughs> um I you know all of that stuff has kind of stayed the same but I've taken the pressure off I think and it's and before that would have actually made me kind of internally panic that I wasn't doing all I could to help my body heal and yet now I've taken the pressure off and I just take space to breathe and listen and understand and I don't feel like I have to react all the time you know every kind of given opportunity I don't feel like it's like I'm listening to the bigger message as opposed to the little messages um and it's as if by magic you know even though seemingly I've taken my foot off the gas with you know doing things to help my body heal it's still healing and my eczema is still, you know, getting better and my body is doing as it's designed to and it's healing anyway. Um, But what's, I think the key thing for me is it's not at the expense of me living my life. I'm not, I'm not kind of consumed by it. And I'm not putting my life on hold to allow myself to do these things. I'm integrating them into the kind of plan, into the bigger picture of what I want my life to look like. And as I kind of said at the beginning, the reason I feel it's so important to speak about this now more publicly than I have before is because... We're all, you know, all of us living with a chronic illness. There is a certain element that we're all, you know, of us all kind of stabbing in the dark. Um, We are on the constant lookout for things to help us, to help us heal and therefore, you know, be able to live our lives. But I want to say that you don't have to wait and if I can kind of help, you know, even one person start to live their life as they want to live their life now, rather than wait for their illness to be healed, um, then I'll be over the moon, you know. And I also want to, you know, I suppose get a bit of a a group, you know, kind of not a group, but like an army together of, of people who, you know, do chronic illness in their way, um, live with it in a way that suits them best. And, you know, 
break the mold that society is creating for us um, or has created for us. And there is just so much power in that, you know, because if we know we can do do this, if we know that we can achieve all the things we want to achieve, even though we've kind of perhaps been told that because of illness or disease that that's not really or led to believe that that's just not really possible for us you know that our lives are all about kind of conserving and reining in and protecting and there's not much speak about us being able to do the things that we want to you know that achieve our dreams and kind of go after the things we really want to go after if I can kind of show you that that's possible through kind of telling my story, but also talking to others that I know have done the same, the power in that is just huge. And that really excites me. Um, so I suppose I'd love for you to think about how it would feel for you to look at your chronic illness or long-term health condition not as something that you hate and have to get rid of, but something that you can show a bit of compassion to towards and something that you can learn from and grow from and flourish because of. How would that, oh, how does that feel? If you just imagine that for a second. It's an absolute delight to be on this journey with you thanks for listening thank you for listening to this episode of reframing chronic illness with me alana holloway if you have a moment i'd be so grateful if you'd rate review and share it with anyone you think would enjoy it too rates and reviews mean that it's much easier for others to find this podcast which all helps in getting this message out there If you'd like to continue the conversation, you can subscribe to my newsletter via my website, alanaholloway.com. In my newsletter, I talk all about how you can harness the intelligence of your chronic illness or long-term health condition in order to deeply heal and flourish. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Bringing on board the right kind of support can be the missing piece of the puzzle that so many of us don't realise we actually need. What would you do if you had the most epic support squad by your side? What would that unleash in you and what would it make possible for you in your life? If you're wondering how to start figuring that out, if you've got no idea where to start, I've got the perfect thing for you. My quiz, are you more Michelle, Gaga or Mindy? And what would their support squad unleash in you is now live. You can find the link to it in the show notes and in the bio. Don't wait another moment. Hop on over to the quiz to find out who you're channeling now.